You are now listening to For All Nerds Show, a podcast about geek and pop culture from the perspective of people of color. For All Nerds is hosted by DJ Ben Amin, Tatiana King-Jones, and Jeff J. Our show is edited and produced by DJ Ben Amin, and For All Nerds Show is a member of the Loudspeakers Network, where we always say rest in peace to our founder, Combat Jack. For All Nerds Show is powered by our listeners. Everything we do from our podcasts, live events, our website, are all independently funded. Please continue to support us through our Patreon page at patreon.com slash for all nerds. Welcome to the Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans. Doodle. And what's up, y'all? And welcome to another episode of the For All Nerd Show. The multicultural maestros, the voice of the urban geek, where we discuss geek culture according to people of color. Yeah, I said according to. That's right. Because it's according to. Never in the history of ever. So, so people, according to people of culture. No, no, according to color, people of color. We discuss culture. Yes, we discuss. So allegedly, we discuss. <laughs> from the perspective of people of color. But anyway, Yo, continue, uh, sir. Before I continue, that was one of the illest things about Legion. Because on every episode of Legion, like at the beginning of it, it would be like, maybe this happened last week on Legion. Or allegedly last week what? on Legion. Yeah, every week they would say something. They would never be like last week on Legion. It was they always would, like they would marvel their own recaps. No, not marvel. They're like maybe this happened. Like, no, marvel as in lie about what's going on. Yeah, as in like being an unreliable narrator <laughs> yeah. to their own recaps. Yeah, yeah it was so, marveled. So ill. <laughs> Same people. So, so ill, yo, Legion. Yes, but before we get into this episode, we got to introduce ourselves as always. It's your boy, DJ Ben Amin, a.k.a. Chris Radnorock, Big Dick Grayson Energy, Black Black Goliath, Yolo Baggins, Lando Californication, the ghost in the shell toe, here on For All Nerds. I really still love Big Dick Grayson Energy. I do too. I had to bring it back. <laughs> That's still my favorite. I needed some energy today, so it's, I had to bring that back. It's so ignorant. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and in the second chair, as you've already heard, we have Tatiana King Jones, the Grand Duchess of Tech, also known as Queens of the Amazons, Prime Subscription, Princess Preach, Victoria's Secret Wars, Gem and the Hollow Fam, J Prince of All Saiyans, and Dora the Explorer Miliche. <laughs> J Prince of All Saiyans. All right. I'm keep saying it. Yeah, go for it. I love it. And in the third seat, we have. <laughs> Jeff has had enough. Yeah. Dora the Explorer. Whatever, man. <laughs> All right. Yes. Jeff J says, a.k.a. Why do I call myself Jeff J says? It's okay. Leave it in. <laughs> Edward, what's up, my enigma? Rum Punch Man. The King in the North Face. Kofi Kingpin. Wow. And Jason Mimosa. Instead of Kofi Kingston. Yeah, I get it. He wasn't, he wasn't I get feeling it. it. I mean, it's cool. It works. <laughs> you know? That's trying to like, I have to I say, like, until we get these cameras in here so y'all can see. I have see. to say, J. Rue, the damage I rule for him to like feel something or whatever. Uh, it's yeah. got to be old school. J. Rue, no, that's back, not, back, I'm not back, feeling that dirt, at all either. Dirty, no. dirty backpacks. <laughs> I was just on Twitter today talking about how people who talk about the 80s and 90s are hip-hop. Well, this was yesterday. Yeah. Like, and act like that's the only time hip-hop was ever great are the worst. So don't yeah, put me true. in that dirty backpack era. I'll just bump in uh, my All man. All right, out. so then you're in the skinny jeans, uh, Kanye, Kanye fit era oh, then. Uh, I don't know about that. He's like, give me my backpack, son. <laughs> give me my backpack, son. You threw Kanye in there, and that's when he lost me. Steenie that's black Kanye. Uh, well, no. That's black Kanye. You talking about before slavery was a choice, Kanye. Right. Okay. Anything pre-slavery was, <laughs> was a, a choice, choice Kanye. Right. <laughs> it's black Kanye. Gotcha. God damn, boy. It just, oh, it all fell apart so quickly. <laughs> When it all, <laughs> hate to see that happen. When it all falls down. <laughs> I mean, he told you all like Bring the ugliest people do the worst things. Like, mm. try to save my life. Mm. Yes. All right, folks. Like we said, this is for all nerds. You know, geek show. 
people of color. Allegedly. Um, <laughs> according to. According to. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. Um, you know, today, today, but this week, this past week has been a little slow so far, but there have been some things that have occurred over the weekend that, mm-hmm. um, that we wanted to talk about. Particularly, first, I saw Shazam over the weekend. What about you? So did I. All right. I know our man's Jeff J did not, but we're still going to talk about it without any spoilers, so we won't mess it up for you. He gave me the evil eye. Like, I know y'all not going to spoil it for me. No. Nah. But um, Shazam, I And there was... were definitely some things that, because I, I had no, I, had no I, I knew, I had guesses about certain right. things because I know the Shazam mythos. Okay. Well, as coming from me. But I was me, super surprised. I don't know much about the Shazam mythos at all. Like, mm-hmm. I've seen him a few times when I watch animation, but nothing major. Like, I yeah. don't really know his full backstory. I just know the basic stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we talked a little bit about it a couple of weeks back. That being said, I went in there fully expecting to be disappointed because it is a DC movie. <laughs> That's so bad. Aquaman wasn't that bad. Aquaman w- was was trash and good. It was both. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm not gonna say trash because you told because you taught me not to say trash. Yeah, Aquaman is good. And no, horrible. Aquaman is good and bad. Like yeah. it has it's, it has terrible tropes, terrible d- direction at some points, and and really? quest for me for me okay. and questionable dialogue, a whole bunch of stuff. But at the same time, it was fun. And at the same time, I fucked with Jason Momoa, and I really loved his casting. And there were still things about it that I was entertained by. So it was for me, it was good and bad. But anyway, back to Shazam. I did not expect much from it. Um, I did hear a lot of good things leading up to it. People were like, "Oh, it was actually fun." Is this and that? I'm like, "All right, whatever. I'm gonna go in there and see what's up." Literally from beginning to the end, I was thoroughly entertained. This is where DC finally seems to get a hold of their universe. I don't know if it's because the person that they chose to lead this project, I don't know if they decided to stop trying to be just so dark and grim with everything and just let stuff be, but this is their first, to me, first full and complete non-dark-all-the-time project that works out. And it works out, and it's not just works out, it's triumphant. I cared about all of the characters from the beginning to end. I cared about the characters from the moment that you're introduced to them. Uh, The story itself was endearing. The dialogue was witty. It was fun. Everything about it, I appreciated. And I was pleasantly surprised. So I had put a little bit of my feedback on Twitter as a little bit of a thread. But I just wanted to say, for those who have not seen Shazam yet, I emphatically implore you to go see it because it is a fun ride and whether you know the mythos or not doesn't matter you're going to enjoy yourself Mm -hmm. well i knew shazam a little bit more um for everyone out there who's looking for more shazam it's a little darker and a little different but i would highly recommend the 52 series it was a limited series 52 and it features the whole Shazam family and his whole story and Black uh, Adam and everybody. Mm-hmm. And it was a really ill series. And that's when I first I fell in love with the character. And also, like you said, the uh, animation, the Justice League Unlimited episode yeah. where Shazam fights Superman is fucking comedy. Because mm-hmm. Superman uh, yes. puts his hand over his mouth at one point <laughs> after he's turned back into a little boy. And he's, yeah. like, and he's like trying to say Shazam again. Yeah. And Superman's like... Fights over, son. <laughs> <laughs> so that's classic. But yeah, I wasn't, like I said, I liked Aquaman, I guess, more than you did. I thought, you know, the directing. I liked it, but I still felt like it had bad elements in it. Okay. I mean, all movies do, though. You know, No, not, not all movies. Not. I didn't say it was perfection. Yeah. Not all movies are perfection, but it had bad stuff that I could point to very easily. Whereas Shazam was not that. Shazam, I didn't have any issues with it whatsoever. I didn't really have any issues with Shazam either. I think Shazam is really solid. I think it's like, um, I felt like it was a throwback to like Raiders of the Lost Ark and okay. Gremlins, like the 80s movies that were for kids, but also were very dark at points. You know, I had like things where you're like, whoa, you know, but as a kid, I love to see that. You know, I like to be scared seeing things like Gremlins and stuff like that. And I don't know if they really make that movie, you know, movies in that vein as much anymore where you have a movie that's so, you know, obviously geared towards children, but at the same time, adult, deals with some adult themes and everything like that. Even that I was questioning because Shazam is rated PG-13, but it's Mm -hmm. not like an an overarching kids movie either. It's not like one of those movies you go in and as an adult, you're bored. Like, because it's focused solely on kids. It's like, to your point, 
incorporates a lot of adult themes and jokes and things mm-hmm. like that, but it's not overly done to the point where kids can't enjoy it. Like kids will get what they get and adults will get what they get. And at the same time, it's still a cohesive story. I'm just trying to think of something that compares like, cause I was like, you know, back in the day in the eighties and nineties, whatever you had, like never ending story. Um, what's the, the princess joint, the princess bride. Okay. And then nowadays you have like Harry Potter and I'm not sure in Hunger Games and I guess uh, Maze Runner. Well, I don't know about those like epic type movies, but for me, what I started thinking of when I was watching this mm-hmm. in terms of enjoyment was things like those Pixar movies. Because mm. even though they're quote unquote movies yep. for children and cartoons and all this stuff, adults can get into it very easily. Yeah. And it's still something that you can relate to regardless of your age, regardless of demographics. So that's how I felt with Shazam. Yeah, I would say that Pixar is probably like the closest to those yeah. 80s movies where they're kids' movies but they are very adult at the same time. Something like Inside Out. You know, mm. I mean, every single one of the Pixar movies for that matter. Yeah. But yeah, I love Shazam. I don't want to spoil too much about it because there are a lot of surprises there's to it. There's so many surprises. Even the, ca- the really the casting surprises. Yeah, the casting me. is there, there's some super big surprises super. in casting that I had no idea about. Yeah. And I was really love to see it. Um, yeah, it's tough to talk about without... I mean, it's not that tough to talk about. I already gave you a full missive about it. Like, it's the fact that it's it's not a lot of, like, downtime in terms of... Usually there's a, there's a part of the movie where you're like, all right, time for bathroom break, time for food break, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's not like that at all. It's you're engaged during throughout the film. You care about what's going to happen next. It's not really a point where it's boring or anything like that. It's it's exciting, and it it's a good... Really, with all of that being said, it's still a good family story as well. It is also a feel-good story in there. And I just appreciated how they were able to fit all of that in a package that still wasn't overblown or uh, something that's hitting you over the head with messages and lessons and all that stuff. It wasn't really like that. No, and I think everything in it is well-developed. I loved uh, Asher Angel, who plays Billy Batson, the, mm-hmm. the kid version. You mean you mean Arya Jr.? Arya Jr.? He looks just like Arya. Now, now that's not... Like Game of Thrones Arya? Game of Thrones Arya. Now, now I got to look at him again. Look at... Now, see, that's not a, that's not a surprise because that, that's clear who, who that person is. He's the main character. Yeah. But look at him and look at Arya. Put them two pictures side by side and you don't tell me that's the same person. That is the boy version of Arya. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm going to let you on that one. Uh, also, shout out to Jack Dylan who played his homie Freddie Freeman. Who I think I loved their interaction and just them as young boys, you know, being friends. That was really great. I think, like you said, it really moves well. Everything is done well. The origin of Shazam, how he learns his powers, mm-hmm. everything as he grows as a superhero, the real life implications of it, like that he becomes a social media star mm-hmm. and those type of things are all great. All of that is like, it's just a solid ass movie. Yeah. It, I had people coming to me when I was talking about it on Twitter, and they were like, oh, you know, because people have this thing about DC movies. So I did. I told you I did. But I, I, I swore I, it was going to be not going to be good. And, and I said this before. Like, after Aquaman, and when I saw Zachary Levy playing Shazam, I was like, okay, it looks like they got that. You know, because Shazam is all—well, not always. Sometimes there are very adult stories with him. But usually Shazam, the character, is a very lighthearted romp. You know, he just handles everything. He's like Superman, but it's even more so. But but he's not a Boy Scout Superman. Well, he's a really good kid. No, he's good, but he's not a Boy Scout. Superman is very, you know, don't jaywalk and all this other stuff. That's that's really, I I have to disagree with you there. That's more like what people say of Superman more than the reality. Because when you read Superman and watch Superman, he's not that dude. I think it depends on what version you're watching or reading. But that's like the majority of Superman. I mean, mm. let's go back to Superman, the movies, the originals. And you mean he, with Christopher Reeve? He straight up murder, okay, murders that was what he, Okay. He murders all of them. He's very Boy Scout on that, but, you know, we'll agree to disagree. Them. He murders people. Who, so what? They, he murdered people in Man of Steel, and I yeah, have no problem he, with he that. He wasn't no Boy Scout on that either. Okay, I think you misunderstand what I mean by Boy Scout, but continue. <laughs> no, I'm just... Continue, I, no, I, no, I, continue. I, I, I'm not going to argue that point with you. I get you. I'm just saying, I don't really feel that he's a Boy Scout like that. I feel you. But I feel like, you know, Shazam is different because he's a young kid who gets all this power, and it's more about, like, what you would do with all this power as a kid. Right. And I think they express that very well and show it very well. But yeah, nah, Superman ain't no Boy Scout. Jeff, you going to go see the movie? Yeah, um, probably this weekend. Okay, I'm glad we convinced you. <laughs> you sound like so convinced. So, so I, I, was, I was going to see it one way or another. It's just, you know, 
WrestleMania weekend yes. in New York took over my life, and there was no way I was going to see it. And shout out to DC for not sending that screener. Acting like you don't know who worked with right. you for you, but it's all good. We'll handle that eventually. Yeah. Listen, the Ides of March are coming every month for a lot of these outlets, <laughs> and, and and do believe I will be that I told you so person. But um, yeah, I will be seeing it this week. How was WrestleMania, by the way? You were there in person. Yes, I'll never forget it. Um, we got the advent of Kofi Kingston. Yes, WWE the champ. first, the first black wrestler to win a world title, the WWE title. Yes. at WrestleMania. What do you say when people say, "What about the Rock"? No, there's, there's a distinction. At WrestleMania, distinction because the Rock didn't win the title at WrestleMania. Correct. So at WrestleMania. So that's the distinction mm -hmm. because The Rock is a black WWE champion, WWF champion, whatever you want to call it. And anybody else who says it doesn't understand the concept of race in the world. Um, it's an he's illusion, not, he's by the not, way. I mean, it is a social construct, but you can't. Ethnicity. It, just because it's a social construct doesn't mean that you can be abstract with a construct. Yeah. Um, but you, you know, can be. No, you can't. <laughs> not, with this, not with this particular one. No, there are I mean, rules in place. But, I mean, The Rock... The Rock himself says that he considers himself to be black, but also he's Samoan. Yeah, and you're black and Samoan. He's culture. He's culturally Samoan and black, and he's racially Samoan and black. There's a difference. Is he though? Is he? I mean, I, I don't know the Rock. He has, so, he has, so he has African American. He's, he's Samoan and he black. He does not okay. have African American. This is what I'm talking okay. about. He's his father's from Canada. Okay. So he he's he mm -hmm. his his nationality wise is Canadian yeah. and then uh some, um Samoan Islands right yeah um so so racially he's yep. black so I think that the thing is with political correctness in the country people are scared to say black so they just consider African American a catch all to black yeah. just like Naomi Osaka Naomi Osaka isn't African American she's Haitian Gen and Japanese, and Japanese. she yep. grew up like me she grew up culturally Haitian she grew up culturally Japanese. Her father is black racially. Her mother is Asian racially. So, and she was a citizen. She's a citizen of the United States. So, culturally, she's Haitian Japanese and really American too because she grew she up in grew this up in country. Florida. But racially, she's yeah. black and Asian. Like myself, my mother's from Haiti. My father's from here. So, that's why I'm African American because I have my heritage here. But if both my parents was Haitian, then I'd be Haitian American and I'd be black. You can't call me African American because if I wasn't, if I didn't have somebody here, if I didn't descend from slaves in America, I'm not African American. But I can still be black, just uh, like brothers in London, just like brothers in, in but people Haitians in Africa. are descended from slaves too, so that would African slaves yeah, Afri in Haiti. Yeah, but then they, but see, so African, I'm not African American. But but you're still African in America, is what African American is saying. No, it's the African American is the descendants of slaves see, in I, the United States. I never. And feel free, whoever's listening, if I'm wrong, good, good if I'm wrong, yeah. correct me. But this is like. I've been a part of so many conversations talking about race. Yeah. My main idea is that you can't use African American as a catch-all to uh, when you're talking about black as a race. But see, all right, that's but correct see, okay. because there's black people, as you mentioned, black people right. in London and all those other. Right. That's diaspora. But, but see, once again, I, I, this is where I disagree with that because we've we've had this. We had like three episodes in a row where we had to talk about this on this show because I don't uh, the whole black white all that is also illusory and it becomes one of those things where it's like. Certain people will consider people black because of their range of their skin tone or whatever. But then other people who are lighter, you know, or look white, you know, but they might have African ancestry. Their parents, or they might be mixed, you know, et cetera. They might be African-American, extremely light-skinned. But then, you know, would they, would they be considered black? Yeah. Yes. But see, I, they're racially But not by everyone. Well, then they're stupid yeah. then. And they're not, <laughs> see, they're uneducated. No, I think, yeah. I think what's really happening and what, what the real understanding is that there's several levels and layers that people are referring to. So you're talking about nationality here. Yep. You're talking about ethnicity here. You're talking about race. Culture. You're talking about culture. There's a lot of different layers of which makes an identity. Mm -hmm. And in, in addition, there's a lot of all of those layers may be perceived outwardly f differently from other people. So mm -hmm. for example, when The Rock is presented, he may present as a different race to certain people. But for him, if he himself says he's black and the fact that he does have 
black heritage in yes. his family. He's black. I always yeah, say, what happens if who pulls you out? What a cops pull you out of the car? And so many people try to try to <laughs> discount his blackness, and that's when we get to a slippery slope where yeah. where you you try to pick and choose who can be black regardless of their heritage. Yes, you know what I'm saying. And and I just thought that was stupid. But other than that. Um, stupid and very ignorant. But other than that, it was a memorable night. It was a memorable weekend in in, in New York. This between WrestleMania, NXT, the G One. We had New yeah. Japan in the building on Saturday in Madison Square Garden. Uh, Wale Mania on Thursday. Yeah. Shout out to Wale, Kaz, Sparks, yeah. everybody who came through. This was probably shit four days. Uh, one of the craziest four-day periods I've ever had as a wrestling fan, but it's definitely opening my eyes to a lot of things. And we made we made a lot of history in the city over the past four days, so um, it mm. was a good time. And, and at some point, I'll be back to 100%. Oh, we'll see. Okay. Maybe. Make it the airborne in your, in your system. I'm not sick. I'm just drained. Shout out to Real Life Cause again. Um, like both myself and Jeff were at Wale Mania. Um, if I was could, there. Uh, you were barely there. And you were there. I didn't I was, see you. Uh, he was, was a scary sight because he was in the I was, cut. I didn't I was, see him. I was actually um, in the green room. Shout out to DJ Money. Oh, Wale, he was in the real green room. Um, young he was Chris. getting his locks rebraided. They, re- they had locks rebraided you know, stations. Oh, you were too Hollywood to come out with the rest of us? I mean, you he was know, getting when, his when nails people say done. come down to the green room, you go down to the green room. <laughs> you know, that's all At I'm saying. At some point, we were all on the stage. I walked in the back. I don't know how we got up there. Ben Hummy was drinking a Mata with his pinky in the air. Did you get to see him? I didn't even get to see him. I didn't get to see him. So, and then I, was, I couldn't find I could, you honestly. I came looking for you. Well, I, I kind of yeah, stayed in the same place. You were like in place. the cut. Yeah. But you, I, I was like standing there. Um, shout out to Dom Deshawn, a fan of the show, uh, artist. I and he came up to me and talked to me at the show. Hmm. Yeah, he was actually really hyped because I played his music on Combat Jazz Show way back in the day. Oh, nice. And he was like, yo, it was a big moment for me. Da, 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 da. Nice. Yeah, I mean, uh, it was bug, you know, it was one of those bugged out moments. I was like, all right, cool, man. I, I just really liked your shit. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that serious. Like, your shit was dope, so I played it. So, yeah, shout out to Dom Deshaun and everybody there. I was definitely in the place because, you know, I was recognized and all that. Oh, you know? Hollywood, how mean? You know, it happens. Mm. Um, and with that, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with more of the show. Hopefully, we can get Jeff's energy up. Sumeria is an epic, scripted sci-fi podcast that is sure to blow your mind. With more than 50 actors, a mostly black cast, and intense special effects, Sumeria puts you right in the center of the action. Join the adventure by listening and subscribing to Sumeria on all your favorite podcast platforms. Hey, I'm Malcolm Lee, director of Night School, and when I'm not directing, writing, and producing, and editing and spending time with my kids, I'm listening to For All Nerds. What's up, everybody? This is Chuck Creekmer, a.k.a. Jigsaw from AllHipHop.com, and when I'm not placing my heavy hand on the world of hip-hop culture. I'm watching for all nerds. Hey, this is Pamela Ribbon, and when I'm not writing things like My Boyfriend is a Bear or Ralph Breaks the Internet, I am listening to For All Nerds. Hey, this is Kelly Robbins Hicks, executive producer of Random Acts of Blindness, and when I'm not making white people mad as hell, I'm listening to the For All Nerds show. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Asante, one-third of the Friend Zone, and when I am not smoking pot or playing Shinobi Striker, I am listening to For All Nerds. Tune in. For All Nerds Show. Thank you all for listening and enjoying yet another episode. We are here in the spaceship, you know, just sending out the good vibes to everyone out there this week. Thank you to all of our supporters, all of our listeners, and all of our family who are over at patreon.com slash for all nerds. The fan fam. The fan fam. Thank you very much to all the fan fam. Fan fam. I gotta say it. (laughs) 
Until y'all get it. Not flim flam. Nah. Fan fam. Fan fam. No flim go. fam here. It's the fan fam. Fan fam. Yeah, I like that. For all nerds. I mean, patreon.com <laughs> slash for all nerds. <laughs> I'm still not convinced on fan fam. <laughs> Why not? I don't know. It's just so fast. It's easy to say. Fan fam. Fan fam. Yeah. It's a fan for fam. all nerds family. Like, that's cool too, but yeah, it's longer. No, that's not working either. Yeah. Fan, fan, fan fam. Fan fam is definitely above for all nerds family. So, fan fam. Remember, and it also institutes uh, our. our, our what is that? What foral nerds stand for? Fans. So you know. True indeed, fan because fan. people forget sometimes. <laughs> or, or or fan fans. Uh, oh yeah, for those who are new, um, foral nerds is not like a all lives matter thing. Like it's literally an acronym. For <laughs> fans. Because for fans, we we've got. That. And we were formerly the Fan Bros Show. Yeah. Which FKA people? A fan bros. Yeah, which yeah. people seem to be quite confused about. You know? <laughs> so for our new listeners who missed that whole era, this is the For All Nerd Show, and you can check all of the old episodes with all of our illustrious guests. Yeah. <laughs> on uh, SoundCloud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Woo, we had some classic interviews, folks. So, I mean, if you're Man. new to the show, oh, make God. sure you go back and check them out because we have dropped many. A legendary interview. Shout outs to Allison Williams, in fact, one of those legendary yeah. interviews who hit me back. Is you know did not curve, and she's coming. Oh, she back. hit you back? No, and she's actually <laughs> did not curve. Yeah, did not curve. Oh, Allison, Allison Williams, by the way, you guys, Allison Williams played Rose in Get Out. Yes, and was also wow. Marnie and on also, Girls. Yeah, and fan of the show as well. Yes, and friend of the show, and mm-hmm. she'll be returning to talk about her new film, which she told me is even wilder than Get Out. Word like her new project, her new project, she says it's even more insane to get out, and she can't wait to come talk to us about okay. it. Okay, so we'll see, Allison. We will see, Allison. Heard you coming soon to the show. Yeah, when I saw that email, I was like, What? Mm-hmm. All right, all right, we'll, we'll see. I believe you, though. I, I fully believe you. And it's now time for one of our favorite segments on the show where we get to answer all of the listener questions. We call it the Geekwently Asked Questions. The guac is extra. The guac is extra. You can send in your question to contact at forallnerds.com or hit us on Twitter at the For All Nerds. Geekwindly ask questions. Guac is extra. We answer any and everything. And if you happen to be one of those patreon.com slash forallnerds supporters, mm-hmm. family, fan fam, at a certain tier... <laughs> You can ask anything. I see you careful now. <laughs> yeah, you got to be careful there. You got to be at a certain tier. But you can ask anything. Anything. Uh, every time I say that, I meet... Uh, I uh, do anything. Anything. Yeah. anything you tried it, Bleak. You tried it. <laughs> I mean, actually, that was Jay, right? That was Jay. That was song. definitely Jay. Well, Jay tried it. Yeah, he tried it with that one. It's just like, I mean, they always do it. It's like fronting. Oh, that worked? Change clothes. Here you go. Here's another one. No, you know? thank you. Chats do that all the time, y'all. It's, you know. No, thank you. I know. It usually doesn't work either. All right, what do we have up first tonight? <laughs> first comes from King Kitfo. I'm sorry if I mess up your name. AKA WEB Dem Boys. AKA. Oh, that's amazing. That is actually really good. I'm so upset at that shit. AKA. But he got that off. Jesus. <laughs> AKA Negan the Stallion. AKA. Wait. Did he say Negan the Stallion? Yeah, yeah I'm going to fuck Killing it. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he did. Or she did. Or they did. Ah! David and Jeff has literally walked <laughs> off the bridge. He's w- gone. Be yo, that boys, yo, that might be the yo. That's a, actually yo, okay. That's your, the best of your 20, cash app. That's the best of 2019 from the fan fam. Yeah, right, yeah. Send right your now. cash app because that was I'm so pissed. Send your cash app about that. Send your cash app, bro. Uh, <laughs> AKA. <laughs> Let me finish this, the AKAs. AKA Henny and the Jets. Ah. Uh, Oh. <laughs> nah, you gotta build that one up. You supposed to start with that one right, first. That yeah, 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 yeah. Should be first. All right. Yeah, so next time, next time, King King Kifo. Anyway, um, <laughs> hey fan show. First off, I'm a really big fan of the podcast, but I just wanted to hear your input on the whole Metro PCS drama that's going on in DC. I'm an alumni of the illustrious Howard University. H U, you oh, know. All right. All right. Don't hate. 
<laughs> and I remember walking down Georgia Ave and always hearing go-go music blasting from the store. And I felt like it was a part of the Howard DC experience. As Georgia Ave became more and more gentrified, the go-go music still continued to play. Now, hashtag they <laughs> filed a complaint and the store was forced to stop playing music from the speakers. How do you feel about this? Was the store around back when y'all were students? Thanks. Well, first of all, when you say back when I was students, I wasn't yeah. a student like in 1992. <laughs> I graduated in 2009, so there's that. I mean, that was that was a while ago. Don't that I? was a while ago now. <laughs> but, Man, not, but I also, and this is not this is like shade no shade, but I wasn't there when like Biggie was walking on the yard. You've seen the legends on the yard. <laughs> shade no shade. I mean, like it's no shade because that's fucking legendary. It but it's also shade because that was a long ass time ago. <laughs> Either way, uh, yes, when I was a student back in, you know, 1922. I, mean, I went to Howard when it was live, you know, what can I say? Yeah, but no, when I was a student. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about y'all. When I was a student in the new millennium, um, yeah, Metro PCS was playing go-go heavy all day, every day. Now, for those who don't know, who are not familiar with DC or or Howard, um, there's just a- just talked about this. Like, like, y'all, y'all should be subscribed by now, right? Y'all should be subscribed. No, 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 like but, but just, I'm just trying to explain piece, yep. that Metro PCS situation. So okay. there, there is a, literally a Metro PCS store that you have to pass by if you're going to the Metro. Literally, no matter how, going where you're going, if you're going anywhere <laughs> towards or away from Howard, you got to pass yes. this Metro PCS. And they always play go-go music. I, I, I think it was only certain days, but I felt like every day they play I think music. it's every damn day. I thought it was every day, but I think over the years they yeah, changed it. Yeah, okay. Point is, it's part of the culture. It's been there. Mm -hmm. It's been there when I was there. It's been there when Ben was there. It's been before he was there. It's been there for over 25 years. Um, The person who owns the store has, you know, over the years, whenever any type of, you know, people ask questions about, oh, you playing music, you doing that. First of all, He's always cleared his noise complaints. He's all with the city. He's never had any issues with the community up until really now. Um, and really, the city has left him alone. Mm-hmm. It's been a staple in the community. Now, hashtag they are there with their bitch ass ears talking about, oh, it's too loud and it bothers me when I walk by, yada yada mean, and all this other stuff. Booka, booka. Here's the problem. You are a gentrifier. We were here first. This was here well before you, and we'll hopefully continue to be there well after you. As I mentioned, this has been part of the community, and he has been cleared by the city multiple times. The only reason why they had to go dark with the music is because the people complaining came up to Metro PCS corporate and complained and corporate said and i don't know who i think it's t-mobile owns metro pcs yeah, now they so. went up to t-mobile and t-mobile was like uh, for obvious reasons they went up and told him as a store owner that he had to stop it now there is a change.org petition which I've, i'm pretty sure is well over seventeen thousand signatures now but they were looking for fifteen thousand. and when i saw that petition yesterday it has 17 plus but my point is they are signing this to help um, so show their support for the owner and also a new hashtag has come up uh, don't mute DC which is all about besides just supporting the owner and playing the music and stuff it's really also about supporting the fact that DC has a culture intrinsic in the in the community and that we don't need people from the outside coming in trying to change things so if you can't tell by my my vocals I'm upset about this and it pisses me off and I have a huge problem with the way this is going this is going down all right I fully agree with everything y'all both said and what do we have up next up next comes from Rick Tagus aka the fresh prince of silver spring aka snitch beats aka Shenron West they write I'm a huge MCU fan, but I have a problem with the age of the actors they are casting. While I don't think any of the actors that have been cast in the MCU have done a bad job at all, I question the MCU's choices given the age of some of the actors they are hiring. Let's start with Chadwick Boseman. He did fine as T'Challa, but that man is 41 years old. Mm, mm. Assuming we make it to Black Panther 3, which, which we should given the success of the first movie, Chadwick could very well be 50 by the time BP3 comes out. So we'll have a 50-year-old man playing a late 20s, early 30s character. Why wouldn't the MCU do more of what they did with Chris Evans' as Cap? He started in the role when he was 27, and now he's 37, phasing out. We got 
fast forward. So what? Why is the MCU continuously going after older actors who, yes, have a name recognition, but are also going to age out of these roles in about 10 years that they're contracted for? Um, fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. Why do you think the MCU doesn't cast with youth and longevity in mind over star power at this stage in the game? All right, before we get to that, though, he also said, or they also said that Paul Rudd is a 50-year-old man playing Ant-Man. Don Cheadle is a 50-year-old man playing Rhodey. And rumors are that Angelina Jolie, who's 43, will play Cersei in The Eternals. Uh, to answer each of those in three, like, Ant-Man is supposed to be a grown-ass man in the MCU films. He's supposed to be a father to his daughter. Um, Chad would... First of all, you never question anybody who came out of Howard University <laughs> on this show. Like, I don't... I don't. I mean, I, you lost yeah. me right there, fam. But, um, yeah, I don't... One, like... Like, going back to the beginning of the MCU, people don't understand. Like, Robert Downey Jr. wasn't cast because of his star power. Well, first of all, Robert Downey Jr. was just on on the come up again. Yeah. Because people was not fucking with At RDJ because he was on his... Iron his, Man was a rehab project. Yeah. Yes. He was literally rehabbing no, he, on his rehab. Uh, like, the, the film before it, he had to sign an insurance waiver. Like yes. they, had to, they, had to, they had to put a bid money for him because they had to ensure that he would show up to the set every day. Yeah. That, and that was uh, like Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. I, can't remember, I think that came after, but... So, I'm not sure which it was his comeback. And People so then, actually wasn't rocking with RDJ. No, at all. You know, but he was perfect casting because he embodies Tony Stark as we've seen He's over the years. Literally same story. Yeah, <laughs> almost. I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Chris Evans, you know, is per- I, I, I mean, this question has lost me. One, it I feels it's trying to like ageist, and I feel that it's really, especially. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned you mentioned mainly men, but there's also a huge problem in Hollywood with women when they uh, approach 25, they start getting mom roles, and it just becomes over for them by the time they're like 32, yeah. like where they cannot get roles because people are like, you know, at 25 years old, or like you can look at most major films and it'll be like Tom Cruise, 58, you know, whatever how old he is now, and his love interest will be 29. You know, over and over again, this is how it goes. I don't see an issue with Chadwick being 41 and being phased out by the time he's 48. I don't, you know, his character isn't supposed to be mid-20s as far as I knew. I thought his character was supposed to be 30s. That's the thing. Most of the MCU main characters right now are supposed to be older. They're supposed to be weathered. Hawkeye has been through mad shit. Dude has a family and kids. You know, um, Captain America might be one of the younger ones except, you know, for the time that he spent in the ice Mm -hmm. because he was a young man who went to war probably spent like three, four years in war, and then got frozen. But even at this point, we've been in the MCU for years. Like, I was re-watching Age of Ultron, and Tony, at, during Age of Ultron, is talking to Cap, and he's like, a few years ago, something happened with Pepper, and I blew up all my armors. So it, Iron Man 3 happened, like, well before Age of Ultron. So it's like there's mad time going on. These people have grown, gotten older in these roles. I don't... I don't get it at all. No, I, I disagree. I disagree, homeboy. I disagree. <laughs> I, I, mean, I also super disagree. And, and this is not to your character or anything, but I'm going to flame you for a little bit. So, one, it's ageism for sure. Two, I think it's strange to say that people don't have, quote unquote, longevity in mind when casting these actors. Because to me, you make it seem like people, so are people like dead when they reach 40? Like, I don't, mm. it's, it's that, that way of thinking is very weird to me because you are discounting what people can bring to the table. To me, it's good that they're, particularly if that character itself does not call for a specific age. Like, I don't see why they have to go after an actor that's, as you mentioned, 25 or 26 or whatever. Like, I, what about the actor that best embodies that character? Mm-hmm. That's how I yes. feel about it. And also, first of all, when it comes to Chadwick, Chadwick, he's black. So if we talk about it from a, from a comedic standpoint, uh, if you got some melanin in your skin, you're probably going to look younger than your age anyway. So yeah. when he is 50, he's not going to look 50. So I get it. You're not going to have that moment where Chris Evans is like flexing and holding the <laughs> helicopter like Chadwick ain't well, doing actually, that one. Actually, you could. My thing is, I could, like, 
there's many levels I could bust this down, whether from a comedic standpoint or from a serious standpoint. But it's just like everything that all the arguments that got brought up in this question, I'm just like, it's easy to refute. And this is Marvel. This is also we live in a future where you can make anyone look they any age. They made Tony. I've been watching that Robert Downey Jr. one when he when they de- yo my man got de-aged. Robert Downey Jr.'s face is weathered. More recently, <laughs> and Cap- more recently, and Captain Marvel. <laughs> they made Nick Fury twenty I mean, plus Nick, years yeah, younger. I mean, Nick, so I mean, no, no, my Sam. Po- no. No, you know, I, no right it's right not now. even about specifically <laughs> about Sam. My point yeah. is that the age literally don't matter when it comes to producing these movies, these particular MCU movies. Yes. So unless to me, unless it's intrinsic in the character development that the actor be younger, then I don't see the issue. And to your to your thought of longevity, Kevin Fahey and the rest of the MCU uh, leadership, they have longevity in mind when they're doing this casting. They ain't made a mistake yet. That You know, I mean, like... They uh, have longevity because they know what they're doing. So I think to approach it in this manner to say, well, why would they, why wouldn't they think in the future? Uh, they have. And look at where we are. And look at where we're going. And to the point of, for all you know, that was that was their plan all along. Have these have these actors who, as Ben I Amin mean, said, are seasoned and are portraying these seasoned weather characters, whatever the case may be, and then bring in the new school. Mm-hmm. Those people are going to get to, you know, follow, have their journey to MCU and it's going to bring in a new school. For all we know, the MCU will never end. That's my take on it. Yeah. Ain't the MCU been around for like 11 years? 10. This year, this year is now eleven because yeah. last yeah. year was it's 10. eleven years, right? That, that sounds like it's longevity to me. Yeah. yeah. Um, Tom Holland doesn't exist in this earth. No. Zendaya doesn't exist in this earth. Nope. Um, GT. Well, um, oh damn, her name was just in my mind. We interviewed her. Guyanese. I, I, Shuri. I just do want to call her Shuri. Oh my God. Oh, Leticia Wright. There we go. <sighs> I, it's, it just happens to me. Yep. Uh, my mind must be weathered. Um, she doesn't exist. I don't think when the MCU began that they were thinking about sequels. Out oh, the, the bat. Out the oh, bat. Oh. Because remember, this was a, this was a, a fledgling. A right, right, right. They signed it. But here's the thing. Nothing was guaranteed. People got to remember, they started the MCU with C and B being nice level characters. Mm -hmm. And they grew into a multi-billion dollar franchise. So when you talk about longevity, you're going to get the best and worry about everything later. We've, We've had, what, 20 plus movies? Maybe a little under 20 uh, movies in the MCU? That's longevity. Who cares what happens with BP2 and BP3? First of all, I didn't know Chadwick was 41 until y'all said it. I didn't know that either. I didn't either. So I, I think I think you're That's worried. Not right, I think. He's I, like 44, actually. Everybody right. He, might, yeah, he yeah. might be a little bit older. He might be a little bit older, but he here's the thing. You don't have to worry about that if the acting is still good. You don't have to worry about that if they're still making the impact. I think... You're caught up, um, reader, listener, you're caught up too much on the age thing. And I think you have to just see it for what it is, which is these are phenomenal actors who are starring in these roles. And there's always been a plan. By the time BP3 comes around, who's to say that T'Challa will be the prominent character? You never, You never know. But I don't think that age, it's not like they're casting the expendables out here <laughs> like these are all people relatively in their in their prime and i think also just you know, on a larger scale the way we think about age and and you alluded to it the way we think about age is uh, like once you hit 30 it's like yo put me out to pasture it, it's it's silly man yeah. and especially with all these actors and actresses who've been doing it for so long and have so and have that longevity yeah i, I don't think it's an yeah. issue and also disagree with the fact that like at least in the beginning when you say name recognition like nobody at least I not for me no one was checking for Chris Evans back in the day no. I didn't know he who was that Human was Torch. and people and I remember because he was Human Torch people were like there's no way he should be able to play yeah, Captain so America I, so that's a little weird so even though we have the flame you appreciate the question Rick Tages yeah yeah <laughs> 
But I'll be saying, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, oh, it's, there's no such thing as a dumb question. I definitely appreciate it. Yeah, it was, the it was still an appreciative question. Yeah, 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 I definitely appreciate it, but I, I think it's something that flaming. we should point out. And not even in, in a flaming way, just point out that, you know, we that this idea of ageism needs to go away. It's the same thing with racism, anyism. Come on, man, go watch Ferris Bueller. Next question comes from No One Two One Five. They asked, "Just wondering what you guys' thoughts on thoughts are on the casting of the live-action Cowboy Bebop series. Who in the world do you think should play Ed?" Uh, I think it looks good so far. I still have yet to finish all the Cowboy Bebop. So, mm-hmm. I mean, as I love John Cho as yeah. an actor, period. That fighting though. I also. When I saw the casting, I was like, John Cho as Spike? I, I'm not going to I wasn't convinced outright, but I'm also going to give yeah. it a chance to see how it pans out. Um, Spike is so sullen and so, like, S- so Spike. You know, that's he, such a specific. It's very specific. And John yeah. Cho does not give me those not vibes whatsoever. However, he yeah. is an actor. And any good actor worth their salt mm-hmm. can embody a character, particularly a good actor can embody a character you didn't think that they could yes. do. So let's see what happens. Um, just for those who don't know the full cast. Uh, so as we mentioned, John Cho, he's going to be Spike. Mustafa Shakir, our boy, he's going to be Jet Black. Um, Daniela Panetta is going to be Faye Valentine. And Alex Hassel will play Vicious. Um Oh, so they did cast Vicious already. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and also, just just in terms of giving stuff a chance, even Steve Bloom, who is the voice actor of, of Spike and also the voice actor of countless other anime characters that are your faves, he said, just give it a chance. Mm. You know, John Cho is awesome. Just flow like water. Chill, guys. Um as far as Edward Wong, now, Edward has always been one of my favorite characters simply because Edward is non-binary. Edward has always done what they wanted to do and, and never really subscribed to any, not just gender norms, but just character norms. I don't know if I got I've to seen. Edward Wong yet. You'll see Edward. Yeah. Ed- Edward is basically a kid who's very super, super smart, can... can um, uh, it's all about the tech. Uh, put stuff together. Like it's, it's basically like they're. I don't know how you what that person's role is called. Like in heist movies, but th- but they're that person. The guy in the chair. The person who does all the tech, the demolition. Yeah, the guy in the chair. Is that, is yeah. that a guy I mean, chair? I mean, they, uh, usually, usually they sit and hang back. Edward doesn't have like an oracle type of feel. You but know, yeah, but, but he doesn't have a. Um, they, yeah, they don't. Sister. But but point is, um, they asked who should. The question was, who would you think would be cast as Ed? And somebody on Twitter came up with um, uh, Willow Smith. And I was just like, now I saw that. Now when you get, and I saw the pictures. Yeah. Okay, now yeah. when you get to meet Ed in the series, when yeah. you watch it, Ben, you're gonna see it because I saw it immediately. I was like, oh, yeah. When I you're saw right. the picture, I was like, yeah, I was down with that. You're right. Now, what would be even cooler is if you can get a non-binary actor mm-hmm. to portray Ed. But again, you never know which way this is gonna go, so I'm open to it. Um, anybody else have any feedback? Willow hasn't, Willow hasn't said that she's non-binary. I mean, that seems like right up their alley. Not that I know of, yeah. but I could be wrong, but I don't recall Willow ever saying anything like that. But what do y'all think about the casting? I'm just more, it's one of those things where I got to see John Cho, um, you know, he, Spike. Got to, he got to put that training in, just he, the fighting alone. That's what I'm talking about. The acting, I believe he could pull it off. Yeah, but Cowboy Bebop, as, you, as, you're, as you're recalling, is it's when it comes to that fight, Insanely. the fighting is beautiful. beautiful. It's fluid. It's yeah. like... You don't really see that type of work done on an animated series. You see that like in 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 uh, your typical martial arts films, mm-hmm. live action, all that stuff. But the way that it has been animated in Cowboy Bebop is is really unique. So it's, it's one of the best animations yeah. that I've ever seen. And I've like I said, I didn't even finish the series, but I remember the first time I watched Cowboy Bebop. As soon as the intro started, I was like, oh okay, I get it. Like this shit's on another level. You know, like yeah. it's it's just mm-hmm. highly well done. I need the music. The music oh, I mean, is that, so important. Yeah, I jammed the music years before I even saw the show. I was jamming the music. I didn't even, you know, as soon yeah. as people put me on to the music, I was bumping that shit, so. Yeah, what about you, Jeff? Do you, have you, do you know Cowboy Bebop like that? Do I know Bebop, Cowboy Bebop? Bebop? I, I watched the series. I can't remember a lot of it. Um, Ed, I don't remember that character, but I definitely remember parts of the series. But I, I, I watched it when it was on Adult Swim or uh, Cartoon mm-hmm. Network, whatever they were calling it at the time. And I, I remember watching it. And I just, yo, it just felt like an epic anime. Like, everything about it just felt like 
it was important. Every episode mm-hmm. was important, mm-hmm. and um, uh, it, it was just it, it had that prominence, man. Like it's it's enough for me to go back and watch, and and take it in again. Uh, what from what I remember of the characters when I saw the cast, and I was like, oh, this shit is this shit is right. This shit is perfect. Like I I thought it was dope. So, um, I I think they just. I don't think the fighting for me is an issue because that's what stuntmen are for. That's what all of that is for. Maybe he needs to learn some basic moves so that they can cut mm-hmm. in and out. But we also don't way. know his current level. But you got to be able to see. That's true. I'm not going to assume. in these fights, too. Though. I mean, th- th- yeah. it's 2019. Like, if they can't finute it at this point, then I don't <laughs> but, know. I mean, that, I, I mean, that's just, like, from, like, I'll just tell you, it's still tough, like, you, it's, you can't finesse things like that. that. That became the problem with Iron Fist. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't finesse fighting scenes. Like, you have to be able to do it still to this day because, I mean, it takes too much work to put somebody's face on someone else's face during a fight. That costs so much money, and to make it look real is just not... We're still not at that level yet, even in 2019. In movies, we're not? No, dog. I'm, I'm just mm-hmm. telling you. Like, it doesn't... Like, look at any film. Like, do these people really do the training? Like, you can't... The technology level to put somebody's face on, on like, a stuntman's face, that costs dumb dollars. It's cheaper just to get people who can do the fighting. It's I hear not, you. I just, so think, I just think if we're doing de-aging, I feel like that, that can But that even can de-aging happen. But it's not so much that you can't specific, yeah. do it. Like, te- from a technical standpoint, yes, it can be done. done yeah. Is it believable? And well, yeah. Is the, is that's the, the real that's question. That's job to do. But it's oh. much more believable when you just see, like, when you see great fighting scenes, like you see Enter the Badlands, you know, when you see people who can really do these Louis things. Louis Tan. Yes, when you see Louis Tan versus I, a Coachella. Fist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's the difference. Yeah. Well, we don't have either of those anymore, so. <laughs> Gone. End of the Badlands done too, right? No, End of the Badlands is, is still ending. around, but it's, it's, but it's though, ending. Yeah, it's coming to an end. But not like it didn't come to, it didn't get the snap. Like no, 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 it's coming to an end. Like Coachella like Preacher fish. is too. Preacher also coming to an end. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is gonna be the last one. The last question comes from which one am I gonna go? The Ghost of Simba. They write, "What's a show that you thought had a lot of potential but got canceled early because it didn't get the ratings it deserved?" Mine's was Revolution, a show about the world going to chaos when electricity disappears. Also, a f- big fan of the show and Castle Black. Thank you. Thank you. Shout out to Castle Black, the Blackest Game of Thrones podcast in all of the realms. Oh, uh, y'all go. I I I saw this question earlier and I was like. Cause I I don't I, I it's rare that I'll jump on a show unless it's something that yeah you know all right Luke Cage sorry y'all I I, <laughs> I would have been hyped to see season three dab, 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 I made dab, it through dab, the dab, dab and dab, I kept watching dab, and the dab. end of season two was ill as hell I won't spoil it dabbing yeah but I I loved how it ended and I would have liked to see a season three of that hey. that's, that's messed up Jeff hey. Yeah, so Luke Cage. Um, there's that show on TV right now. I think it's gonna get a second season. I won't even mention it though, because I Why? That's no, the question. No, but it ain't the show that I liked. So what? No. <laughs> <laughs> it was a show that I watched the first four episodes of, and then I was like Oh, I already Yeah, know and I was like, man. I already know what the show is. But I think this joint's getting a second season, so you know, I'm more like Oh, Why? I don't think I don't think I I mean I can't recall a show in recent history. At least maybe not in this setting right where we're sitting right now that I can I was like, damn, I wish they had another season. The stuff I <laughs> yeah. the stuff I'd be wishing like that is like anime. Like I've always yeah. this is this is a little known anime called Read or Die, where it's about these three sisters who can manipulate paper into anything. And when I say manipulate, I mean Anything they can make it into vehicles, animals, all weapons, all sorts of shit, and it is a fire anime. Only had one season. Don't think it'll ever have another. Mm. Um, Did it have an ending, or was it like it could be more? I'm, I'm not really one hundred percent sure. Like the way it ended, it could, they could have just ended it right there. Like like yeah. the way it ended, it was still complete, but it could be another story. Like you know how mm-hmm. things are still a full package, but you're just like. So add on another story to it. So I don't know. It it's just something that I always wish that they continued. Um, I felt that way about One Punch Man, but here we are in season two. There uh, you go. Just out on Hulu. So, yep. 
Um, I don't have I don't have anything else really off off break. I have more shows that I felt should end. Like <laughs> shout out to Chico Leo. Negativity. No, not, not I thrive not, off negativity. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, no, but like Chico Leo had this rule when we first started the show, and he was like, no show should go past five seasons. Because okay. after five seasons, it's just... And, and I used to argue with him about this. And now I look back and I look at shows and I feel him. And I feel like I wish there were more shows that ended on one season. You know, like... Wow. Yeah, not because they're bad. Like Barry, right now, Barry on HBO. Who? Barry. It's on HBO. It's just, um, It's a show. It is... Uh, it's incredible, first of all. Like, the first season, you should definitely peep. It's a show about this hitman who wants to stop being a hitman. And so... Through circumstance, he becomes an actor and realizes that's his calling. So he joins like a um, small acting crew and learns from. Um, Isn't that Hater? Yeah, Hater. Bill Hater. Yeah, Bill Hater plays Barry. Uh, the Fonz plays the acting teacher. Um, Henry Winkler. Henry, Henry Winkler plays the acting teacher. And it's incredible. The first season, you know, they're 30-minute episodes, so they're not long. It's, I mean, I promise you, watch it. It's, and you wanted to stay at one season? Even though it, season two? It kind of ended on a cliffhanger. Okay. But at the same time, it was it's one of these shows where I'm, like, so far, at least in season two, I'm like, ah, oh, this is good, but it so, ain't like so season one. There's certain shows where additional seasons sully. The, yeah, because season one was so fire that I was like, okay. it just, you know, stop right there. That's how it was with Death Note. Like, Death Note was amazing, and then season two came on, and it was just... Yeah, that's how I'm feeling. It might be the same thing, because Barry's a killer, and he kills a lot of people. And after a while, you're like, all right, bro, like, you know... <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Goddamn, dude. <laughs> like, Negative he's Nelly. With, he's dealing with that on the show, but, you know, it ain't hitting me the same way. I feel you. You know. I mean, I don't think that's a volume thing. I think that's a writing thing. If if yeah. you're gonna make a series, it shouldn't be for more unless it's a limited series. If there was a bunch of limited series, I think there's room for both. But yeah. if you have that type of incredible material and you can't you can't avoid the sophomore small slump, then you yeah. know who you mad at me or yourself. Um, I would say for me, Helix. Helix was on Sci-Fi. It was a show. Mm-hmm. For those of y'all who are into the Sci-Fi game. I thought it was pretty dope, and it, it was a string of shows on Sci-Fi yeah. that they that they ended mad quick. <laughs> Helix, I didn't watch it, but I heard Dominion was real good. Expanse, um, um, Firefly is always, Firefly. A, um, always a classic always. one that yeah. that never. Yeah, got a lot it. of people talk about. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, so that that's another one. So I, I think. Uh, oh. Deadwood. There was a there was a, a show on Fox and it was called Almost Human and it was with um, Michael Ely and oh, yeah. my I man that. my man I can't remember his name but I see his face but he was the um, Carl Urban. Yeah, Carl yeah. Urban and Michael Ely. I remember. And that. basically, it was a it was a it was set in the future where cops have androids yeah. um rolling with them and like the whole police because of something that happened the whole police force was like a majority of it was converted to just androids that joint got the complete series for sale yeah how long i thought that that joint it was one, one season. it was one season yeah because i only watched and, like two episodes yeah it, i was one season and yo and the thing is Places like Fox and Sci-Fi, they have that reputation for having fires, series with fire ideas that they just end mm-hmm. early because yeah. for whatever reason. Like, you put it in death slots, you do all these things, and you budget. wonder where... That was a death slot that they yeah. put in, yeah. And, for, and a it's, budget to keep... See, Carl yeah, Urban that's on what, Fox. That's, that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So See, it's I'm like. Not. So then maybe you don't cast Carl Urban. No. Maybe you cast yeah. somebody who you can afford. Because <laughs> yeah. look at them. You putting them on TV. Yeah. Yeah. For for a season after a while, and and that's the thing. I think it was so good. The price went up. Yeah. And it was the like they, could, they couldn't sustain it. Probably the ratings weren't. Yeah. Like if this if this were if this was on shit, this should have been on Netflix. No, but see, Netflix will do the same. Netflix will give you Netflix's new thing is two seasons and you out. Like unless you yeah. are super but when popping. this dropped, it would have got more seasons. Mm. When it dropped, <laughs> when it dropped, <laughs> Netflix, Netflix is cold and Michael Ely. Listen to me again. <laughs> when it dropped, 
the the year that it came out, Netflix wasn't on that. Was Drake girl, popping uh, in? Your girl Minka Kelly was on this. Okay, yeah. No, this this shit was fire, man. <laughs> this shit was fire. I, mean, I believe you. Got, you say it was. I it remember got seeing more, it. It should have got more than one season. I think if it would have went to Prime or Hulu or Netflix, it would have. It definitely would have got a second season. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I think just, with with all the people that we have. On 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 Netflix at a high profile, I think the shit could have survived, especially in the sci-fi genre. Yeah. Man, that shit would have been that shit would have been killer. Yeah, all my yeah all my ideas are all like anime or cartoon based or something like that. I just saw one Clone High. Yeah, cartoons, Thundercats. <sighs> that shit should have got another. Oh, the, the the reboot. Yeah, the reboot. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah, that was ruthless. That was cold blooded. That that was that was cold blooded. That should have went on Netflix. Yes. Uh, Young Justice, but then they finally gave us another season. But for the longest, that was another one where that was like, what? But Thundercats was like, it. I mean, and then they, I mean, you talk about Def Tom slots. That shit used to come on at like two in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Thundercats claim on Thund- Thundercats. That's if I'm not original? mistaken, oh, no, the, the reboot. The reboot. It, it came I the reboot on, was on Netflix though. No, it was on. Like, it was on. You're w- probably thinking about She-Ra um, or uh, yeah. Voltron. Yeah, Thundercats was like on WB or something. No, I think it, no, I remember you, the it new was on a major yeah, sure. network. It was either that or Cartoon Network. It was on one of those. But, it but came I remember on it came on Friday night at like <laughs> eight or nine yeah. again. I think it's 2011. Yeah, um, I was always Chris. working. I was always in the club. Okay. It came on hit hit, yeah. hit, hit hit news. I mean, hit um all. Yeah. Cause um, I'm not sure. Maybe the IMDb has what um, yeah. Uh, tick, tick, yeah, tick, 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 Cartoon tick, Network. Tick, tick, tick. Yeah, it was on Cartoon, Cartoon Network, Network, but if I if I remember, it would come on. Because I remember when it would come on, I'm like, okay, this is like the pre-club turn up. Yeah. <laughs> watch watch it. But yeah, and, and you can even see the ratings. It got like an 8.5 from whatever that uh, BS skill but was. But it's rating. But, no, no, it got high reviews, but it's ratings were in the dumps. Yeah, if you put yeah. the shit on at Friday at 8, 9 o'clock. I mean, but it, it was also one of those things. It was like it was a wildly good show, and wildly good cartoons like that usually catch L's, like because you got to be able to appeal to that market, and you got to be able to sell toys. And mm. this they could have did all of that. Yeah, but they they didn't. They had no toys. They should have uh, yeah. made toys. Yeah, it happens. All right, any other questions tonight? That's it for now. If you guys have any questions for us, whether it be about the MCU, cartoons, TV, gaming, all of that, hit us up. Even if it's about your personal life, we can help you in that way as well. Hit us up. Contact at forallnerds.com. Alternatively, you can also hit us up on the socials at forallnerds. We haven't had any personal questions recently. Like we used to name people's babies. Right. And well, we had that good personal question about whether somebody should um, have fallback when they was um, they was they was at the bar with a cousin. Oh yeah, remember that one? <laughs> and they didn't know whether or not to, to let her ride while she was trying to um, shoot her shot. Oh no, I was I was off the show for that. Oh one. yeah yeah yeah. Somebody yeah. somebody's cousin was trying to shoot their shot in their bar, and they and they male cousins was with them, and then basically was like like um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Basically was. Uh, Hating. Wow. Yeah, I mean, they inadvertently. Low key or high key? Low key. Okay. They didn't realize that they were hating, but the cousin was like, "Chill, chill, chill. Like, let me do my thing." Oh. Was it? Was this? Was this a? Was this a a man and a woman? That it was a man and woman. So who was hating? The the it was a boy cousin and a girl cousin, and the boy cousin was he was trying to quote unquote protect. His lady, his his, front, his his cousin, but you know, cause she's like, "What are you doing?" And you was here, Ben. I mean, because you were talking about how the guy was being um, disrespectful. Because the, the guy that was hollering at the girl, the guy that was hollering at the girl cousin, did it in front of the boy cousin, yes, and not acknowledging him. Oh yeah, that's wild. This oh yeah, 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 because you don't know who he is. Yeah, you yeah. don't know who. So he is. So if you come over, it's like, but yeah. you know what yeah. it is. Also, she might have like ten percent blame because she didn't send out the this ain't my that's man. That's what we signal. talked about. Yeah. Yeah. We we spoke about that yes, before, she right? About yeah. that. We just exactly about that what you said. You're supposed to send out that. You're supposed to give up that look. But then you could get caught out there because that look could also be this my nigga, but you could be my nigga too. <laughs> So you gotta figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like it's invited. Like yo, yo, fam. I, th- I, I thought you were her brother. I think that's a whole other question. So, like Tatiana <laughs> said, if you have any questions, send them in. I'm telling you at fourallnerds.com. It's an evil world we live in. 
it's, it's been a you know slow week in the nerd news, but there are a couple things we got to talk about before we get out of here. You got to make sure you're subscribed to For All Nerds. Not only do you get this show, but you also get the Outlaw Bars pod, which has returned with a new episode, One Punch Man, dropping season two. Is it out now? No, this Friday on Hulu. And then the biggest news, though. I mean, come on now. Castle Black Pod, Game of Thrones, yeah. it's coming this Sunday. It's Excited here. and depressed. I mean, some of us have already seen it. Who? Huh? Yeah. Oh. I mean, yeah. it, it, yeah. wasn't, I mean it wasn't Shazam, but it, it was. I mean, no! so he, I mean, so he, so he hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, wait a minute. I paid for Shazam, <laughs> and I saw it on Sunday <laughs> after <laughs> it came out. I paid for Shazam as well. Chris, and it was a good, it was a good thing to, to pay for. Some people on the show, you know, were waving tickets. Well, you know what? He can I mean, argue. Well, some, can well argue. some people also went to LA for Captain Marvel. And, and, and Chris, how I found out, Jeff, there's no show. I'm going to L.A. to go to go to a set and then go see Captain Marvel. Oh, word? Why do you need a passport or something? And, you know what I'm saying? I knew like, he was going to bring that My up. credit card work? I got Delta Amex, girlfriend. Well, first, of all, first of all, that was just a me thing. I just ended up. It was. Chris, you see this? Listen. Shout out to Disney because I spent mad go to see that movie. Yo, she she went from Portland. I wasn't supposed to go to LA. Chris, I ended up in LA. She went to Portland and slipped and fell down to LA. <laughs> she tumbled down the Pacific Coast Highway and ended up in a fucking screening for Captain Marvel. I have no. You have some nerve. The gall. It's well, true. The temerity. Well, back to Castle Black Pod. And oh Game of Thrones. Y'all need some exclusives or nah? Uh, nah, I don't. I don't I'm want... not going to give no spoilers, but I mean, can I give my spoiler free review? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Niggas, niggas watch shit and then they I can't mean, give they shit, but they're not going to They showed y'all the, the they, first episode. I mean, there's this website, forallnerds.com, that, you know, you can always <laughs> post a review on. I'm just saying. Right, I mean, you know, if you, if you nah, feel like it. Y'all saw. Lord, Lord, <laughs> Lord Varys said no spoilers, please. And, oh, and you know. oh, now. But, but now here's what I can say. Here's what I can say. Say. No, 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 I'm not no, gonna no. say spoiler. I could give you a high, twenty thousand foot view. You will be pleased. Okay. All right. You'll be pleased. And um, no, come on. <laughs> then I first of all, first of all, this is the king of no spoiler but spoiler, right? right? You are I'm not gonna give any what? spoiler. I, this is what I will say. Okay. I believe this is a fifty-five minute episode, or this is like one of the the first two are supposed to be the shortest episodes, yep. right? There's so much information that you're gonna watch it. You're gonna. I think y'all are watching it twice anyway. But but you you have to just to see if you missed anything. Mm. Like it's so much. And at the end of and at the end of the episode, you're like, I we you know buckle up. Yeah. So y'all gonna y'all gonna enjoy it. At least I think so. Word up. All right, so as always, make sure you're subscribed on SoundCloud, on iTunes, all those great places out there. Anywhere you can find better podcasts, you can find the For All Nerds show. Make sure you hit us up, contact at forallnerds.com if you have any questions, any comments, any of that good stuff. And, you know, you can always put your money where your mouth is, patreon.com slash forallnerds. You know, help us out. And we will not help ourselves to your money right. for inappropriate things. Okay. Because we are going to help ourselves. Oh. But it's not going to be, you know, you won't see me. You won't be calling me Maserati J. You won't see me in Toronto. You won't see Benjamin with a new blazer. No more, no more, no more. We won't see Tatiana with the stunt, with the stunt shades. We won't see Chris with the latest vids. I ain't going to get a new MacBook. 